When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's going on, everybody? And a happy Friday to you. I'm Jason Mackey alongside Michael McHenry. And you have found us on Pitching In, your favorite weekly baseball show, or at minimum, a weekly baseball show, um, where we talk about the Pirates and talk about other things. And we have a lot to get into this week for it. Not only some uh, some fun Christmas talk, but the Pirates have been busy, my friend. How are you? Um, is your head not spinning anymore? Is it, I think, filled with some mucus and whatnot? You're battling something, but uh, good to see you, friend. Yeah, good to see you. Somehow I got sick again. Uh, just part of it. I think I'm maybe going a little too hard right now, but similar to the Pirates, I guess. I think I'm just trying to keep up with them. They've been really, really busy after kind of being quiet. And yeah. And then they kind of jumped on everything right after the winter meeting. So it's good. I think it's good for the fans. I know that you've you've had to be really really busy writing story after story, but yeah, I like all the things they're doing, and I don't think they're done. Yeah, I don't think they are either. Um, that was my one of my main takeaways from Ben Charrington's Zoom call yesterday with us, or Wednesday, I should say. Um, you know, I, I we'll get into what more they can do. I think mm-hmm. there's a lot of interesting questions to peel away at Andrew McCutcheon coming back. Obviously, it's a big storyline, but I think there's so much more to talk about with this club than that. Uh, before we get to that, though, I want to remind you, Pitching In is brought to you, as always, by the North Shore Tavern. If you love baseball, you'll love the North Shore Tavern. The interior is wall-to-wall pirates, their appetizers, entrees, cocktails, and, of course, steak and seafood on a sizzling lava stone open every day. The North Shore Tavern across from PNC Park is Pittsburgh's home for steak on a stone. We were steak on a stone tonight, Fort. My son Ryder's 10th birthday was tonight. He got his choice of whatever he wanted. He wanted steak and shrimp, so we did that. Um it was not steak on a stone. Um, it was steak on dad's grill, but yeah. it was it was still nonetheless fun. Made me think a little bit of the North Shore Tavern. I love it. I love that he's eating manly already and a BMXer, which I love. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm a big mountain biker, so I, I think that's a lot of fun. I'll have to ride, ride with him sometime. This might be. Yeah, that would be a good time. Yeah, that would we, be fun. We that's should do the, that. This might be our last pitching in. I'm not sure we're going to the BMX track on Friday. And he, <laughs> Jason may he, not. <laughs> he wants, he got a new BMX bike and wants dad to ride the old one. And uh, so I don't know. It may be my final days. If so, it's going to be, <laughs> it's going to be a great podcast. Yeah. Um, Can we get that on film by chance or uh, probably not? Hey, um, I'll tell Ab. Yeah, I'll please, tell, please. I, I'm sure she will be more than happy to embarrass me. She usually is. Um, and doesn't have to work hard often either. Um, yeah, so it's been an eventful week in the Mackey household. Uh, not only that, you probably saw there was a parody Jason Mackey post Gazette Twitter account. That was that was that was a new low in my career. Um, <laughs> that, that means you're doing something. That's all I, it means. Does, yeah, it means yeah. doing something. Yeah, it means you're know. doing something. That's means that's it's it. good. So, yeah. all right, man. This is, I've been wanting to ask you this since Kutch became official because I know that you've got a different lens on the Kutch stuff. I mean, you tweet a video and Kutch is walking past like a goofball. Um, You know, you're not surprised, number one, I gather. But two, like, what should Pirates fans be expecting out of Andrew McCutcheon this season? What's reasonable? Um, I think a better version of last year, honestly. Um, Yeah. I think being healthy, 
I mean, obviously going into spring training last year, he was in a really good place, especially with his swing um, and his body. I know right now he's swinging, he's throwing, he's moving around really, really well. He's photobombing. He's photobombing, absolutely. Uh, actually, the the kid that was hitting said, man, did he just fanboy me? I think he just fanboy <laughs> me. I, I laughed so hard. It was just so That's funny. That's awesome. Yeah, priceless. But, yeah, I, I think he wants to win. I mean, he's he's made that pretty clear in some of the statements he's, he's said with you. Um, with others, I, I think it's really important to him to win and win now. And I yeah. think he knows what that's going to take. I think that's going to take him playing some right field, getting out there and doing some things. I think he's even willing to jump in center uh, at a pinch. But whatever he's got to do to help this team win is what he wants to do. He wants to be here. I don't think this is his last hurrah. I love the statement Sherrington made. He's not a hood ornament. That was um, good. That was, was good. really, really good because he does balance out that lineup. Um, and, and I think with guys like Talese and, and some guys that could step up in a in a role that's maybe a little bit more outspoken, we'll let him just focus on you know who Kutch is and, and maybe focus on leading by example instead of that vocal leader. I mean, you know him well enough too. Um, that, that, yeah. that's a lot for him. He's still gonna have to do it. Um, he, he but needs not to do it much. for it. He needs yeah. to do it for it. Yeah. I and I'll tell Andrew this: like he may not want to do it. His voice is loud and respected it's enough loud. that he needs to do it. Yeah, and I think last year gave him a chance to learn how to do it. Yeah. Because that's not his personality. No, it's not. It's not. But, I mean, <clears throat> it's 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 a good thing, right? Like, it's a sign no of doubt. respect. That, no doubt. And I don't know whether he realizes this or not. He probably does. He's not going to talk about it, though. But, I mean, dude, the comment that he made about um, – and I don't, I'm, pr- I'm probably going to get it wrong, but like, you know, the pirates have been recently about uh, development and rebuilding or whatever. It's time to like, put that away, put the big boy pants on and go to work. Like, is that not a comment that this fan base has been looking to hear? Yes. And yes. People are going to get mad about, you know, you're going to play for the pirates and all this other stuff, but like, screw that dude. Like, <laughs> it, he's right. Yeah. That's what it should be about. That's what people want to hear. And like, I don't want to say put the pirates on blast or put Charrington on blast, put anybody on blast, but like, that's put it out there, dude. That's putting that, that's sort of setting the precedent. This is what it should be about from somebody who knows. And I just love that coming out of his mouth. Like, just be honest, man. Like, give us the pulse of the team. Give us what you guys think, expect, want, whatever. And he's so good at it. Yeah. And I mean, Jason, don't you think that's, that's just feel of living here. Sure. And, and and understanding, you know, what this fan base is in dire need of. Yep. And and I know he's had these conversations with with Huntington and Williams and, and Sherrington and said, you know, why wait? Like, let's go. Like, there's yep. no time but the present. And I think he wants to run. I think him saying that probably fired up every single guy that's going to wear a Pirates uniform this year that read that. I think it's important. I, I yep. think that's where he can really step up and be a leader. Um that we need. I mean, we definitely need a guy like him that has a chance to do some unprecedented things, you know, one homer away from 300. He's, he's going to be top 10 in just about every offensive category. It's going to be special and it should happen this way. Yeah. And I, I don't think it should happen any other way. We've talked about that before. Yep. Yeah. I mean, he, he deserves the right to come back. He deserves the right to do what he's doing. Um, let's also not forget. I, I was talking with, um, Craig Toth of the Bucks in the Basement podcast. And we were going through like um, war fan graphs, baseball reference or whatever. And it, that's really the first time it clicked for me. Like what he was worth wins above replacement wise in the free agent deal he signed. If you take the like 
Kutch is the most popular player in the past 30, 40 years in Pirates baseball out of it and just focus on his numbers and what he, you know, what he's making versus what he produced last season. It's a bargain. Yep. It really is five million for one and some change war on, on the free agent market. Like that, that's below market value. Um, and, and then, you know, add the whole, like what it says about your team, what it, what it does for morale and the city and at the gate and all that crap. Um, that's great. So, yeah, I, I love it. There's no other move that can possibly that, 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 you know, you couldn't do anything else. I do want to see him play the outfield for it. I think that's a big, he wants thing. to, I he know. wants to, yeah. and uh, we're he saying, on him. To. yeah, uh, he knows his value is enhanced, not just offensively, but the team in general is enhanced yeah. if he's in the outfield. Yeah. It makes that team so much deeper. Yeah. And I mean, he doesn't have to do a ton. It's just like if Reynolds can get one day a week. Yeah. Off half yep. off, you know, or, or, you know, you can, the DH spot, this isn't necessarily, I, I guess it relates, but um, you know, get Cruz off his feet for a day or something, you know, but still keep his battle. I, I just, and I a like lot, that. A lot somewhat. of Talis too, to, to yeah. DHM. Yeah. I think that, that makes the lineup much, much deeper. Yeah. So, okay. All right. I don't want to like ignore the Kutch thing, but I want to ignore the Kutch thing. Because <laughs> so, I mean, I feel like we knew he was coming back. There, yeah, yeah. You know, we've 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 sorted through that, but there's so many different things. One, by the way, friend, I I want to tip my cap that I don't have on or patch on the back, which I can't do over Streamyard. But I mean, you called Martin Perez. I did. A while by the back. way, on on here, I forget mm. whether it was last week or the week before, but you said you thought he would be a great fit. Um, that's somebody you want them to sign. Mm-hmm. Um, so one, I want to ask you why. Um, and two, like, you know, I, I, I guess I should present it this way. that The contract is not finalized yet. He's still pending a physical, but I don't have any problem with it. I like it. Um, what made you say that, though? I mean, if you look at Gonzalez and, and Perez, Perez got the higher upside. He's got yeah. the, I guess, the framework to be maybe even, I, I, I'm going to, go out on a limb, uh, a Liriano type. Um, yeah. Maybe that yeah, swing and miss, um, but he's got that in, in the tank. Um, and the reason why I say that is because he's had some really good years when he gets hit, he's gotten hit hard, but he's a guy that could come in a small market. And I think he does better in a small market okay. um, because he doesn't have to be the guy. You know, we have the guy, we have Keller, Gonzalez, he's going to have a really good surrounding. I think when I when I had him in Texas, they they wanted too much out of him um, way too often. And he didn't know who he was. I think a couple of years ago, he really fell into who he was. So I think he's going to do really well. Pitcher's ballpark, um, fly ball guy. I, I think he's going to end up being really, really good for the Pirates. Yeah, I like it. Me I too. like it. And, and them leaning into like the lefties that don't throw terribly hard and do some other things and have strong change-ups or sinkers, I mean – I mean, if that's if if that works, if that's what you know is effective, why run from it? Absolutely, right. And that's that's kind of what this is. I I like it a lot. I mean, I'm thinking he had a five WAR in 2022, mm-hmm. 2.39 ERA. Um, I know there's some like you know regression stuff or revert to the mean, all that all that junk. But I mean, but that's kind of better than career, some other right? free agents they've signed. <laughs> that's yeah. true. That's true. But uh, Mackie, that's been his whole career. It's been like this. Yeah, like, he he hasn't been a guy that's just been steady, but when you know that's in there, yeah. And I think playing in a place like Pittsburgh, where you know he'll be a guy, but he won't have to be the guy. 
he's not signing a huge deal. So he's going to come in and try to do his thing. And he's been around a long time. He's had the bumps in the road and Oscar and, and the staff has been phenomenal with guys like, like this when they come in to kind of pull out something that either they didn't know they had or exactly what they knew they had just somehow pulled it out of them. Yep. I like that. He throws strikes. Yes. Mainly uh, I like the Gonzalez throws strikes. Um, I think the pirates need more guys who throw strikes and aren't afraid to throw strikes. Uh-huh. Um, I think that's one thing that made Keller effective, you know, not being afraid to put it in the zone. Um, so yeah, we'll see 85, 81, 444 ERA and 288 games over a dozen seasons. For Perez, spent a lot of them in Texas. I thought it was notable, too, for it that he finished pretty strong. Mm-hmm. Um, you, know, you saw Scherzer, Montgomery come in, but uh, got bumped to the bullpen a little bit, but did had a 150 ERA and 198 average against over his final 11. So, yeah, we'll see. I like it. Um, my point with Perez, though, and I wrote this, and, and I still feel strongly this way, one, they can't be done, and two, I don't think they are done. Um, how do you see that going down? Is you know, are you getting the same intel or feeling that I am that, you know, there's sort of a trade building here um, to get another starting pitcher. They want to keep adding. They need to keep adding. And right now, I I don't a few positions and a few like log jams of players. I don't necessarily see how this clears up. I think they can deal from a position of strength. And I think to me, it adds up to to a trade here. Yeah, I completely agree. And it's been since the beginning of the offseason that we thought a trade would be a great value for them to get maybe a controllable arm. I mean, we yep. we would be in a completely different place if you look up and say we have, you know, two veteran lefties, we have Keller, we have JT Brewbaker coming back, and we also have a controllable arm yep. that maybe has major league um, experience. Maybe he doesn't. Maybe he's at the higher levels. But that just creates a really, really good problem because we have some really good arms at the lower levels that if they take a step forward, we're going to be a completely different team. I mean, obviously losing Oviedo is really, really tough, but if you can add a controllable arm, I mean, that's invaluable right now. I think they have to find some way to do that. And I'm hoping Blake Snell is the one that pushes that down the road by signing in Seattle and that's going out and getting an arm from them because they have a stockpile. Yeah. My alter ego had it nailed with uh, Dylan Cease. I would love that one, but Ooh. uh I, yeah. I also have no indication that that is uh, true or an option or anything. That would change things real fast. That would change yeah, it things would, real right? fast. Yeah. I mean, any of the top ones out there, right? Yeah. I mean, Corbin Burns, Shane yes. Bieber, please, please, and please. Um, you have mentioned before, and I like this uh, suggestion of one of the young Seattle guys. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, if they could get Logan Gilbert, um, yeah. that would be phenomenal. I don't know if that's phenomenal. an option. Um, but I mean, they have a plethora of talent as do the Miami Marlins. That would intrigue me a little bit. Um, the Marlins have, have really been on my like mind lately because they haven't done much. Yeah. And they have a very, very deep rotation. So that makes sense too. I, I could definitely see, and we've talked about it time and time again, the two corners of the United States, Seattle and Miami, I think really fit for us. So maybe we can pull that off. That would be awesome. I mean, and and you made this point earlier, and that's what I look at that is the final piece, Mm -hmm. important piece to the offseason. If you can go into spring training with Keller, this guy, 
you know, yeah. <laughs> Logan Gilbert, whomever. Yeah. Um, just keep saying it. Maybe it'll happen. I like that. <laughs> or, or Logan Gilbert. Or I, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Is Giolito a free agent or star? I, I he's a, he's a free agent still. Free agent. Okay. Yeah. Um, and he's still available. Like that's another thing, Mackie. They could trade and sign another guy. I mean, they still have some resources I mean, available. But yeah, they there's still a lot of threaten me with there. a good time for it. I know, right? I well, I I looked at it yesterday. Jordan Montgomery's still out there. Not that we're going to sign him, but when you think about guys like Alex Wood is still out there, I think he'd yeah. be a great sign. Completely different than the other two lefties. But yeah, there's a lot of good dudes still available. I like it. I yeah. like it. Um, I want controllable though, and Me that's too. kind. Of, that's kind of the point I want to make. And and this is piggybacking off of what you said. But if you've got Keller, you know the number two guy who's controllable, who's like you know theoretically going to be here. You go Perez, Gonzalez, and then number five just becomes the best kid who figures it out. If it's Rowanzi, great. If it's Ortiz, great. If it's Priester, great. I don't. I don't really care. Um, figure that out when it comes to it. You know, maybe you say Ortiz ends up in the bullpen, Priester isn't quite ready, and Rowanzi's the guy in spring. He has a really good spring. Okay, great. We'll see what happens. Um, and then you've got Brubaker, Burroughs, Skeens, Jones. Maybe you add another depth option at some point. Um, you've got pre so like you've you're getting darn close to 10, and you've got some some guys coming down the pike. Like to me, that's the that's the key here. They can't be done. I don't want them to be done. I don't think they're going to be done. So, yeah. I I mean, when you say those names, you know, if Contreras figures it out, Ortiz puts it back together, you start seeing some things really, I guess, have some light at the end of the tunnel by signing some, you know, free agents and then getting somebody that can come in and, and start in the big leagues to give those guys a little bit of a wind in their sale, I think yeah. it'd be absolutely phenomenal. I, I really do. I think that's the most important thing is give these guys a chance to take a deep breath and go down, compete, win, and get back to who they were, if not better, from all the mishaps because I think they're going to learn from that. And then when their time comes, you know, they can come up and, and, yep. and do some damage because yep. I think that's what they'll do. But I think they've just had so much weight on their shoulders coming up and not really knowing what they're doing, developing at the big leagues, which is not easy at all. Watching that is, you know, tough at times. But I think, I mean, we were looking – I was thinking about this the other day, Mackie. We were looking just last year. If you said Contreras, Ortiz, and Keller, you'd be pretty happy. Oviedo was the one on the on the other side yeah. of it. Like, he wasn't even going to make the team out of camp, which was crazy to me. But, I mean, those three guys were our three-headed monster we were looking at. Right. So – right. Hopefully we can bring that back. Agreed. Agreed. All right. Changing gears a little bit. because we have a lot to get to. So there are going to be some hard transitions in here. People, you know, keep up as I, <laughs> as I kick a light behind me. And I think it just changed tone. So yeah, whatever. I'll figure it out. I thought you were uh, magic. I know, oh. right? No, man. I, I got a new setup and I got a light back here. I don't even know how to change the color, but I did. Let's play with this. Sick. No, yeah. You're actually yeah, taking totally pictures think. of yourself. Ooh, hello. There we go. Yeah. Yeah, I'm taking pictures of myself. Yeah. That's like right. It. I got a parody account and now I got paparazzi and yep. I got, you know, yeah. Yep. The big, big deal here, McHenry. Now you're gonna start speaking in third person. That's right. Jason Mackey has to take some pictures of Jason Mackey. <laughs> I'm just Jason Mackey's gonna do what a Jason Mackey's gonna exactly. do. Exactly. <laughs> all right no uh we're talking we're talking about the catching situation for 
this has been on my brain because I feel like with Andy Rodriguez going down, which sucks, by the way, I think we talked about this last podcast. If not, let me just pour a glass of bourbon for poor Andy because it just, it's such a good dude. I, I love that kid so much. He's so fun to deal with and be around just terrible, but who's going to catch for them? Like that's, I worry about this. I wrote this today. Um, you know, is Jason delay their number one? I, it, that, that worries me. Is Henry Davis a full-time catcher? Can I reasonably count on him to catch 80 plus games and hit? I don't know. Ali Sanchez, Ali Sanchez, Ali Sanchez. I have no idea. Uh, he's cut seven games in the major leagues. I don't know why I should be counting on him to pull regular duty. Like to me, they need to be addressing this in some form or fashion between now and spring training. What say you? Well, my guy got signed. So uh, yeah, I know. Yeah, eight million. The mayor, the yeah. mayor, Tom Murphy. Yeah, I kind of see why we didn't sign him. Eight million dollars. Are you kidding me, Mackie? That's just to, way too much to back up Patrick Bailey. Yeah, to back him up. Um, that just shows the market, though. That that shows. Kind of, I mean, this guy's been hurt for three years straight. I mean, he yep. has not had a healthy season when he's on the field. He's great. And we're talking about Tom Murphy. Yep. So the fact is, it's a tough, tough market right now when it comes to catchers. Uh, and I think we're going to see a lot of delay. Um, if if Henry doesn't figure it out, I, I am concerned because yep. that changes the depth of that lineup. It really changes the dynamic of that lineup. You have a guy that could hit and catch. It's, it's absolutely huge. Sure. It splits the load with delay, and then you have depth when it comes to the new guy. Um, so we'll see. I, I don't think they're done. I, I don't know what they're going to do. Maybe they trade or sign a minor league free agent, but they're going to have to find something. They're going to need more depth, period. Because they don't have, that's not, it used to be the strength in the organization. Right now, I don't believe it is. So they're going to have to go get something. It was a strength when you were there for it. It's all Stop. gone downhill. It's all gone downhill since they got McHenry went went to greener pasture. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, but seriously, like the Henry Davis thing worries me. And it's not the bag on poor Henry. I think the world of Henry Davis. And we're not he hearing anything been... about it, Mackie. That's the craziest part. Like, we don't know how he's doing in his development. Well, I mean, pages. you can't know how he's doing. I mean, he's, well, he's working out. He's practicing. I'm sure he's going great. It's not listen, games. Listen, we can see him catch phone balls. Just throw it out there. Phone balls, nasty. Let me see if he can catch them. Do they play with foam balls in a major league game? No, but you can actually see the spin and stuff. Oh, get out of here with your spin and your drills. (laughs) It doesn't matter. None of it matters until the game. I just want to know. Well, we're not going to know. And that's like 62 games last year, 653 OPS. I mean, I'm not crushing the kid. Like, I think it's. It takes a long time to adjust at this level. Like I, I think we should hear him out. Like the people were saying, oh, he stinks, or you know, trade him, or or they're making these like sweeping assertions. Absolutely not. That's insane. But I, I can't sit there and count on him and say, like, oh, well, he's gonna take this magical step forward and I'm gonna have a two-way catcher. You know, he's gonna be strong defensively and he's gonna add a lot to my offense. Like, I can't I can't say that either. And so it's either that or a guy who has been a career backup who did not finish. 2023 very well at all like over the last four months i forget what i put in my story but it was not good it was like 200 um did not produce with the bat like that's gonna be your 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 combination yeah there. He's, and they've he's, never he's a had a full guy. Se- yeah absolutely yeah i just i don't know i and, and i sort of posited in in the story that i wrote like is joey bart an option tucker barnhart jacob stallings i don't know i mean i I'm kind of just throwing names out there, but I do think that 
they need something that's a little bit more of a sure thing than what they have. I just that worries me to go into a season with that defensively, health wise, offensively, all of it. I just don't think it's enough. I, I like Tucker Barnhart. I mean, I think that's a, a good thought. Stallings is a good thought, but both guys, I mean, you're not going to get a lot of stick from them. No, um, but you will get a sure. I glove. get that. And you'll get guys that can control a staff that can pour in Henry. But once again, only if Henry is catching, do those guys make as much sense to me? Because yeah, you're talking about, you know, you're still letting delay take the bulk with, with, with those guys coming in probably, or at least splitting time. And then Henry's in right. I think Henry's got to catch. He's got to catch. I don't think he's going to play much right for it. I, don't I really don't. I, I don't either. I mean, how with what they have right now, and that's my last topic, so we won't go there too fast, but like how with what they have, is he going to fit out there? He's not. And I think they've made that very apparent the way they've gone about the offseason. Yeah, right. Yeah. And they're like, no, like we <laughs> way better in the outfield, period. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. So, uh, yeah, he's going to be catching. Um, and that also pushing Kutch out in the right field, he may DH some, but that once again, you're going to have to carry three if he's DHing. Yeah. So, it, and he's got a hit to DH. Like that reminder, I, I don't think he's the. Who is this? Kutch? No, Henry Davis. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And, and I, I don't think his personality fits at the DH spot, but if he's catching, I think if he's in a really good place swinging wise, him getting a day off and getting a chance to DH, it's completely different than when he was getting a day in the outfield, day at DH, because, you know, both are opportunities for him to overthink and overprocess, and he's a guy that will do that. Yeah, I I, I like him catching. I do. I have How no problem with it. Yes. Um, I just I don't know. I just worry that Jason Delay being there is going to be enough for him, or like it's it's going to give them enough um, collectively behind the plate. Maybe I'm wrong. I just I feel like they're one injury away from being very scary, and they're two injuries away from being. Uh-oh. really screwed yeah. behind there. Um, that just, that, that concerns me in a big way. And like nothing against Henry, but you're going to have Martin Perez, Marco Gonzalez, theoretically a number two. Um, like he's going to pop in there and catch those guys. No problem. I think you're going to see delay catch those guys. Yeah. Um, especially early on. Um, unless... so, so, so we've established Henry Davis as a backup catcher. We're no, playing our um, backup three, catcher. three and two. Um, I think yeah. Henry's going to, and the reason why I say that is because Henry can really, really throw. That's the one thing we all know he does really, really well. Yeah. Delay struggled throwing a little bit. Having him catch those lefties is really, really smart. Yeah. Um, and it may just be one of them. Um, Gonzalez can control his own, own game. You know, maybe delay just catches uh, Perez because yeah. he can, he can overthink, but I think even the new uh, time clock is going to help all these guys. You yeah. Know, they just sped it up today. Um, because they needed two, two seconds. But I think that's going to help Perez be even better. And I think it's going to really help a guy like Henry Davis not overthink. Yeah. Okay. Last point, Fort. Last point. Um, well, other than some Christmas talk. Yes. Um, what move have you liked the most so far? Hmm. And I'll, I can buy you Probably some. Probably Talis. Yeah. Yeah, because I didn't see it coming. Okay. Um, How'd you miss a six foot four, two hundred seventy pound man? Right. I know. I mean, he he's he's like a ninja. I don't know if you know that. <laughs> he he threw down that smoke bomb and came into Pittsburgh. Um, 
I think Dude. that was a sneaky sign. Like I, I think that was a sneaky gotcha sign because he's a guy that could pop off 25, 30 next year. Um, yeah. Without question. He makes the lineup a lot deeper. We haven't had that type of power in our lineup in a while um, when yeah. it comes to a free agent. So do you know him? Uh, I played against him. I know him in passing. I can't wait to get to know him because I heard he is an absolute goof. Yep. Um, and he's going to really bring some fun to that clubhouse, you know? So yeah. I think that's good. They need it. Yes. Um, what I, about I, you? I want to hear yours. So my, my favorite one, I don't, I don't know what's my favorite. It maybe intrigues me the most Edward Olivares. Yeah. I, I, I saw what you wrote about yeah. him and he's been more and more intriguing. I, I'm going to, do some due diligence. I'm going to call around and see if I can find some stuff out about him because I'd never heard of him. Yep. I don't think a lot of people had. And yeah. I mean, it's one of those pirate special moves that happens like on a Friday night, whether it's intentional or not. I don't know. Um, they love to get busy on a Friday evening. Uh, and, you know, it, it's like whatever. Got him from a, for a minor leaguer from Kansas City and nobody's ever heard of him. It's like, yeah, whatever. You look more into it. There's yeah. some stuff there, man. There's some stuff there. Um, not saying it's perfect. I'm not saying he's going to be the, the, the greatest player ever, but like, you know, arm strength uh, bested only, you know, among pirates last year by Henry Davis. I tweeted some of this stuff out, you know, slugging percentage would have been top four on the pirates. <coughs> Sprint field was similar to that, that O'Neill Cruz. Like, Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> There's some numbers here. Yes. Um, OPS plus would have again been one of the top numbers on the pirates. Um, those numbers generally don't lie. Um, so I'm, I'm curious what happens to him, man. I really am. And, you know, I'm going through the outfield and th this ties back to something we were talking about with the, uh, the catching situation. I don't see the reps for Davis because I don't even see how it's going to shake out with the existing outfielders. Right. I don't have any idea. Like you're going to play Reynolds. You're going to play Sawinski. Mm -hmm. I mean, this Oliveras cat seems like they're going to have a place for him. I mean, I don't see why you would not have a guy who did what he did last year on the team, unless he was absolutely, Awful in spring training. Connor Joe, as of now, is a platoon partner with Rowdy Telez. I, I think that's smart. I, I want him to hit lefties. I'm not getting rid of Joshua Palacios. I I don't know what's going to happen at second base or Jared Triello, but bottom line, like I don't see what, what, what that means for Henry Davis. Like that, there's just not going to be a lot of right field reps there. And I didn't even mention Kutch. So it's just a lot of weird moving pieces out there right now. It is. And that also reminds us that. They have depth and they have, you know, players that could be assets to get somebody else. I mean, true. What, what the Braves have done this offseason, they've traded for dudes knowing that they didn't fit. They they wanted one dude, they traded for three, and then it ended up flipping those guys over. Yeah. I think we could see the Pirates, you know, use what they've gotten or what they have. I mean, you also got to think about Juwan Bay, but also the advantage they have, Mackie, we talked about this a while back, is all the dudes that have options. Yeah. Right. They have right. all these guys that could create great depth. And I'll never forget that that was Tampa Bay in a nutshell when I was there in 17. Is every it seemed like every dude on the team was on the roster. Hmm. So they were just rotating, especially pitching wise, but they were rotating, you know, a middle infielder here and there. They were just always rotating guys in and out and it seemed like a revolving door and it made them a better team. And I think yeah. we're gonna see a lot more of that. Yeah. I mean that that's something I was thinking about. Um this is a circuitous route to making my point, but stay with me. Um, Charrington was asked on his Zoom the other day if Shohei Otani had any applicability to the Pirates, uh, which was a fun question and a fair yeah. question, and I'm yeah. not knocking it. 
Um, and his answer was something like, um, you know, we know that the landscape of Major League Baseball is is strange or whatever. You know, I'm not going to say it's unfair. It's just there's certain things that as the Pirates, it doesn't make a lot of sense to spend our time on. There are certain things that, you know, we can lean into and, and do well. Um, that's one of them to me. Making a deeper roster, having things like what you're talking about, leveraging options. It's not just 26. It should be 40. I'm not saying the Pirates are there. They're not. They need to have more depth. They need to get more depth this offseason. They need to continue building young depth. But, yeah, that's something I think about with a small market team. Not that that um, more veteran teams can do it, but if you are having guys in their optionable seasons, that should be something that if you have good younger players, you should be able to option them and take advantage of option rules and rotate guys back and forth and, and create a deeper team, a deeper roster than maybe a more veteran group. But I, that's not a huge thing. You'd rather see teams spend money, certainly. I'm not defending it, but that was just something that you saying that sort of triggered something in me. Um, so, yeah, I it, uh, let's hope. I, there's a lot. I just – I Let's hope. <laughs> let's hope. That's a really good point. Long-winded yeah. way of saying let's hope. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they they got to figure something out, man. They yeah. really do. Like all these guys can't play at once unless they let the pirates play like midget league baseball and have four outfielders, which I don't think they will. And I mean, I think that's what it all boils down to. It's like, you can't get at bats for everybody. And you, you, you would rather have Joshua Palacio sitting on the bench, um, high energy, uh, understands how to hit off the bench, been around for a while, um, opposed to G1 Bay. And yeah. if you know, push come to shove, you may have to trade a Gion Bay because you have no bats for him. Um, you just got to play it out the way it needs to be played out. But the the huge advantage they have for me, Mackie, is they can make the team that they want uh, as yeah. these guys stack up. You know what what's the identity we want to create? I was listening to uh, a special on with Ray Lewis, and he was talking about how when he was with Baltimore, they had a brother brotherhood. They would literally die for each other. They'd physically die for each other, but they had a camaraderie of a team that played for each other and the coaches just backed off. And I remember in 13 that happening for us. And yeah. I think if they can get that again, that's when special things will happen. And I don't think you have to be the most talented team or the best team in baseball. If you can come together as a group like that, that's when good things will happen. That's when we'll win. I don't think we're too far away. I do think we need more pitching, but other than yeah. that, yeah, need more pitching and need guys with miles on the tires. And I think the Rowdy yes. Tellez signing helped that. Obviously, Kutch is going to help that. Um, you know, I think everybody around here looks at, like, the 13 team or, you know, teams preceding it and see, like, A.J. Burnett, Russell Martin. I mean, that, that that's great. I mean, that, it's, it's but, like, it doesn't have to be that exact same mold, Correct. right? Like, you want those strands of personality. You want those strands of team building. You want You want to create a positive culture in that clubhouse. And, and to me, guys like Telez will do that. Um, you know, guys like Kutch will do that. I think there's even an element of Marco Gonzalez, Martin Perez. Like, you know, if you go in there and take care of your business and, and do it in a professional way, like it, this is probably a fan thing where, where they think that you need to be like, you know, jumping up and down and cheering and whatever. Like, no, you're, you're doing your job. Yeah. You're, you're showing people how to work. You're posting up, you're, you know, you're you're tackling your job appropriately. That the people on your left and right know that they can count on you. And it's the same thing in anybody's job, right? It's the same mm -hmm. thing in journalism. But um, yeah, I'm just I'm looking forward to seeing more of that this season. I think we'll see that with uh, young guys growing up. It's just 
the weird thing right now for me, man, is we just don't know which one that's going to be, right? Like second base, I don't, I don't know who's going to take charge of that job. I certainly hope somebody does. It's going to be fun to watch it, but I don't know who it's going to be. Yeah, it's going to be a fight to the death. That's what it's going to be. Why are you trying to kill people? It's almost Christmas. Quit being morbid. Uh, well, some people have been naughty, right? Let's be honest. Some people have been naughty. They I'm, deserve I'm it. not um, going to the McHenry house. No, no, no. Uh, blood and guts over there. I think it's just me being being a little sick and other weather. <laughs> a little like death. Talk about death. Um, no, I think Nick Gonzalez and Piguero are going to fight, fight, and fight to, to earn okay. that job. I really do. I think either one that wins, great. And they're both still young um, and very capable. So it's going to be interesting to see how that pulls out. Cool. Before we get on out of here, what's the big Christmas present for Michael McHenry this year? Do you know? No, I have no clue. I didn't ask for anything. I really, really? didn't. I always ask for the weirdest stuff, Mackie. Like, <laughs> Why is I that do. Not surprising. I, I do because like I I never know what to ask for. So I made a list. Like one year I got a uh, a miniature crossbow. Okay. Just because, yeah. Yeah. Um, I just asked for stupid stuff. Um, <laughs> it's like the it's movie Airheads. Have you ever seen that? <laughs> yeah exactly yeah, yeah that's what, brendan yeah. frazier steve buscemi and uh adam sandler take over the radio station make yeah a bunch uh, of weird uh, demands yeah i'll show you my mug i got it's a uh it's got skull crossbones on it. it's a pirate mug <laughs> i just i just ask for dumb things it's more fun that way and I, I think people enjoy buying for me when i do that my brother always gets me some weird knife nice it's happened for a long time so I, i'll just wait and see I got, a, I got an, uh, uh, an outdoor fire pit. Well, I guess I don't have indoor fire pits. That sounds dumb. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, you could try maybe once, yeah. but you could try. <laughs> I don't, yeah, I don't, yeah. <laughs> Check on that home insurance. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, so I got a fire pit, a, a gas fire pit. Uh, oh, we're nice. going to be redoing the side of our house into a nice little uh, cigar bourbon area. Yes. Uh, not necessarily a man cave, like a man patio, a, ma- a matio. Um, so I'm going to have to have you over for a cigar and a, a yes. glass of bourbon one night. We're in the process of doing that. So my, uh, it, it came a little bit early. I've got my fireplace out there. I'm going to be setting up some, some chairs and building around it and, and doing some work on that. So that was, well, that was my big one. That's awesome. So yeah. a Traeger, I'm getting a Traeger. That's, that's one thing I'm getting. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So I wanted a grill and I'll end up doing an outdoor space too. Cause I love it. I love it. We'll just go back and forth. Maybe we'll just start filming there. We'll just go back and forth. Not outdoors. a bad idea. Not, Not a bad. bad. It's a little cold right now, though. That's my way own, too cold. My way own, too cold. I, and there's the fire, but still, I'm a wuss. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and and knowing me, I'd probably burn the mic or do something stupid. <laughs> That's right. So we don't need to be don't around fire in the cold. No, don't do that. One one variable at a time. Yeah, you? especially the indoor fireplace that you got. <laughs> indoor <laughs> yeah. fire pit. Yeah. yeah. yeah so oh good. boy. All right, that does it for us this week a fun show a lot mm-hmm. to talk about on this one uh, we ask that you like and subscribe you can get all the post gazette content there per usual Steelers, uh, they've got a hot mess going on right now penguins pit <laughs> all that fun stuff um man i i don't know what we're gonna do next week for it maybe we'll have a podcast maybe we won't it's gonna be a little bit after we're taking a trip down to dc we'll, we'll see if we can hook up for something if they do something if not maybe we'll take a week off i don't know sounds good either way i'll be ready all right buddy for michael McHenry, i'm jason mackey we'll talk to y'all next week thank you for checking out this content from post gazette sports if you watch this video on youtube please like the video and subscribe to our channel 
For all of the sports coverage the Post-Gazette has to offer, visit post-gazette.com. 